Hello and welcome to the Fence End podcast. Um, you'll, the uh, the eagle-eared amongst you will realise that I'm not Liam, I'm Simon. Uh, Liam's unavailable, so uh, I'm taking over for a short while the, the hosting duties. And I'm kind of thinking, what's it like? Is it, it sort of Robin Day handing over to Peter Sissons on Question Time or, or Phil Collins taking over the vocals and Genesis from Peter Gabriel? And I realise it's probably more like David Frost handing over to the Keith Lemon on Through the Keyhole. <laughs> Um, so uh, we're joined uh, as usual by a couple of the usuals and one guest. So um, Fraser, how are you? Good evening. All good. All good. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good. 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 And we're joined by fantastic Mr. Ox off the internet. Hello. Oh. Hi everyone. Hello. How how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very excited to join the pantheon of Fence End podcasters. Well, we're, we're very glad to have you. So what do um, we call you? Are you called Fantastic? That is, that is, my, that is actually my first name. I know it sounds no, I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was. <laughs> Brilliant. We, we will refer to you as such throughout the podcast. Good. <laughs> Correct. Good, good. Right. Uh, so, crew on Tuesday, um, mm. which wasn't great. 2-0 um, defeat. Who, did we all watch it? Yes. No, <laughs> I started. <laughs> <Lucky> you. <laughs> I started watching it. I told you when you invited me on that I'm not particularly well informed this season because I haven't been as engaged with it as as I would normally. But that was the first game that I attempted to watch. Actual, I've listened to games, but that was the first game I actually mm. attempted to watch, and I didn't get far into it. If I'm perfectly honest, <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I I know. Like I follow you on Twitter and like a lot of people do and, and I know what you've been saying about how difficult it's been to, to be engaged I, I guess a, a performance like Tuesday nights is not going to get people flooding back to to watch games in the future no. yeah it, it it was yeah it was a dreadful performance wasn't it I think we need to probably be honest about that no, it wasn't very good at all I'd go as far as to say I think 2-0 flattered us slightly um, and it was a bit annoying, wasn't it? Because of the the history we've had with Crew this season. <laughs> it's weird to say that that we haven't we only haven't even played them before Tuesday, and we've got history with them. But um, but yeah, it, you kind of wanted a a victory over them to sort of put to bed any antics that might have gone on. But um, yeah, it wasn't to be, was it? And it was yeah, it was. I don't think there's anything to say about it other than it was a it was a really. I just thought it was a dreadful performance, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. Sometimes. I'm, I'm a, quite a positive fan. I'll, I'll look at results, even when we've lost, and, and try and find positives in there. You know, maybe we we were unlucky. Maybe, you know, Fleetwood, we missed a penalty. There were things you can look at and say, okay, that was Gillingham, a positive performance. We we were unlucky. We missed a couple of open goals. We created chances. You're right. Tuesday, it's very little to be positive about. Even I thought, even though um, Goring got man of the match, I didn't think he was especially good it was probably just better than everybody else and that's that's what got him the, the man of the match yeah um and it, it's saying something isn't it that he you know he was man of the match yet if you if you only saw his performance you'd think god what was everyone else like <laughs> um but yeah you know i don't want to keep dwelling on on uh, well i say i don't want to dwell on it we're a podcast we're supposed to dwell on it <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah it's um I, I mean a bit's happened in the week since hasn't it where they talk about they've had meetings and I never know what that means. We've had. I don't know what a meeting is, but well, meetings and I don't know what that means. Though 
we've just discussed mm. stuff and well you do that after every game don't you but apparently did Carl say something like they care too much or something I don't what what do you think that means hmm it, it's it's one of the you, I, I know Ash has, has um, hang on sorry cut that bit out his name <laughs> is fantastic fantastic yes <laughs> I know fantastic has, has talked about a friend who, who, who I think was a Charlton fan right. talked about how how good Robinson is when he's winning but yeah. not when he's losing and and yeah you do you do wonder whether it's all a bit of kind of PR and platitudes and oh yeah you know we do care and, and this I'm sure they do but it's it's not translating onto the pitch at the moment. No, I, I think that is a truth about Robinson. And and it, when he first came to us, we didn't start very well. So we just thought that was just how he is, and he's just chopsy and uh, <laughs> and just not very good with the PR thing. But he's great when it's going well, and he, and he does an awful lot there. But I think when it is going badly, it's it's just sometimes painful to be honest to listen to him yeah he kind of goes off on strange tangents doesn't he into different topics of conversation or he keeps uh keeps citing injuries or things that happened last season so well no one's talking yeah. about last season don't worry about it we've we've moved on mm. from that i think you take that not fully but i think you take that sorry i think you take that kind of side of him you've got to have that side of him to have the the other side to him because it's about passion and yeah. everything and, and I get that I think so I think I don't I think it was Dave OUSC on Twitter um said something the other day that he probably needs a bit of disconnect from that PR side um a little bit more because especially I guess with Zaki going he's pretty much he's he's Mr Oxford United he's the one man face of the club really um and he, mm-hmm. everything goes through him and I just think you know he's he's going to feeling pressure as much as the players um, at the moment, and uh, maybe he just needs a bit of a rest from the uh, media duties. To be honest, yeah, yeah, it's very much that. You're right, Zaki. It was something that was levelled at the club a year or so ago before Zaki started to get more involved in in being on Twitter, talking about stuff, admitting errors that the club had made, and and, and sort of saying we'll put it right. And and I think it. It did help. You're right, absolutely right. It helped Robinson to have somebody else around the club who could do the do that stuff that wasn't wasn't about um, the team and the performance. It was about other stuff. You know, like we we've talked sort of in the past about how the EFL are, are, are dealing with with the pandemic and the testing and all that kind of stuff. And it's the sort of thing that Zaki in the past would have done. Yeah. And and you're right. It's all falling now on Robinson. And if it's going well, it's wonderful. You know, it, there's there's lots of stuff that he's done in the past around mental health and stuff like Absolutely. that. And I guess it's 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 like any PR. We, if the club are play, you know, if the team are playing well, if the results on the pitch are going well, it, yeah. you you know, PR's easy. You just you know, you can say pretty much anything, and people will turn up and go, and it brilliant. And it, you can do brilliant PR from a sort of technical point of view, if you like, you know, great campaigns and great ideas. But if the team aren't performing on the pitch, it yeah. really doesn't count for a great deal. Nobody nobody looks at it and says, OK, well, we're playing rubbish, but actually the PR's good or the marketing's good. Yeah. You, know, you just want the team to, I think, to get results. I think we've said before, haven't we, that um, the the 2016 season, uh, everyone remembers the off-the-field stuff as well as the on-the-field stuff. But 
Had we been a losing team that season who got relegated, no one's going to remember anything that happened no. off the field that year other than, that, other than that the team went down. So, I mean, it's a very common in a football club, isn't it, that everything is dictated by what happens on the pitch. You could be amazing off it in your, in your work, but if, it, if you don't win on a Saturday at three o'clock, then that's largely redundant, isn't it, in the mind of most people? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. 90% of people aren't really interested in what the club does in the community with with the academies, that kind of thing. It, it, all they're interested in, and kind of understandably, is the 90 minutes on a Saturday or a Tuesday and, and where we yeah. are in the table. Yeah. So. Following on from Robinson and, and the aftermath of Crew, um, it doesn't look like Sam Winnell's going to be fit certainly not this weekend there there was talk of it being they don't know yet how bad it's going to be which Mm. you kind of think if it was just going to be a little injury they would have known by now and said well he he won't make Saturday but he might make Tuesday Um, it's not looking like a great signing at the moment in terms of his his ability to stay fit you know is it at the time I, I thought at the time it wasn't a bad signing you know he He'd done quite well at Barnsley, but wasn't a sort of a standout signing. But you, you kind of think, from what people have said about how he talks, and he, he's kind of replacing that Jamie Mackey character in in that he's he's quite an outgoing character, and, and you get the feeling some of our younger players are a bit reserved, and we and we needed that experience, but you need that experience on the pitch, and and at the moment it's he's not not. You know, not not played many minutes. No, I mean it, it's it's. I mean it's way too early, early to say. Obviously, he's only been on the pitch for a few minutes, but mm. um, before he's gone. But it does look a bit. It does look a bit like uh, Ricky Holmes Mark Two at the moment. But mm. um, we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, it's one of those things. And and really, Abita. I mean, we'll probably come on to him. I should think. But he's. It's a similar thing that they they have had excellent seasons at a higher level um, but they were a few years ago um, and they have struggled mm. with injuries so it's 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 a roll of a dice really um, and you know who knows whether that's going to come off at this stage yeah and you you know with the, with the amount of games we're playing I mean I know he's he's been getting up to speed in terms of his fitness but you've only got to look at Premier League players and, and, and the injuries that you know you look at Liverpool have suffered three defensive injuries with sort of hamstrings which kind of comes from a lot of it, maybe from overplaying. Which at the moment, Winnell's not done. But yeah, it, it, it's a it's a tricky one to, to to get players in if they've not had a proper preseason. I think you were saying about Abita. You're right. He absolutely looks like a player who could do really well for us if he's fit. I know they they'd had him um, training and doing fitness tests for a couple of weeks. I think before they they announced the signing. So you you kind of hope that they they they're positive or they're, they're confident about his fitness and, and ability and hopefully he's, he, he will he will do well for us yeah mm. I think you're right it's, it's that, that sort of dark arts thing that, that watching mm. them certainly Tuesday and in other games as well when free kicks are given for us and the opposition are taking the ball away or kicking the ball away and we're not making a big deal of it we're just going and getting the ball rather than like you say Massinho Go back to the Wickham game um, last season, getting um, getting Akinfenwa sent off, and it, it we kind of you're, you're right about we've we've got skillful players, but we're not necessarily doing the 
the dirty stuff the, the you know the, the the nasty stuff that you need to do to to allow those players to play and we we're we're allowing other teams to manage the game to waste time and we're we're not kind of get like you say we're not getting in the ref's face and, and making a big deal of it which yeah Brannigan is the sort that would you're right you know um Mussinio is the sort that would as well mm. and and you kind of got the feeling that Winnell might have been that sort as well so the little time that he was on the pitch on on Tuesday I thought for the five or ten minutes after he came on and I thought we looked a lot brighter that was about the only five or ten minutes in the game we did look bright but yeah, he was getting around the referee and, and, and getting in his ear a little bit. And, yeah, we, we perhaps do need that from from the experienced players. James Henry's been, you know, was he, didn't he just play his 500th game or something like that recently? I know there was some landmark, I'm sure, for him that perhaps we, yeah, we, we need to do the, the, the nasty stuff a bit better. So Henry's not really one of those players that you think of as being the sort of um, a leader, though, in those... I mean, certainly no. not in those... Ter- I mean, if you actually look at the difference between this season and last, what what it, what are we actually missing? And, and obviously you've got Dickey and, and obviously Brown towards the end, but that that currently missing Brannigan, Mussinho and Mackey, that's a spine mm. of kind of leaders and... You know, experienced players in the middle there. That they, you know, Mackie might not have played every game, but he, you know, I, I think, I think losing him um, actually from the squad is um, a bigger, a bigger loss than maybe we realise. Absolutely, yeah. He, those three players you just mentioned are three that will will, yeah, do the dirty stuff. They they know how to manage a game. The, I, I think it was Shrewsbury or away a couple of seasons back when Mackie came on and. For about 10 minutes at the end of the game and the heat map was about five touches all within about five yards of the corner flag and it was that knowing what to do to, to see out a game or, or doing something that, that will will turn a game in your favour just just by almost a force of personality isn't it yeah that, yeah we don't we you're right we're, we're absolutely missing that at the moment what we do to, to get that back I don't know because one of the things I, I think from I don't know if it was in the five minute fan forum I heard it on the radio this morning was they were talking about Messino having a knee injury that, that requires surgery and if he plays it could kind of go at any time I'm sure that I've heard that on the on on the sports on, on Radio Oxford this morning and you kind of think well either he should have had the you know let's if he's if it's that bad have have the operation now I don't know what the operation would be how long the time scales would be obviously but if if they're not playing him because of the risk of him getting injured, then he, he being in the squad is is a bit pointless if he's not going to be able to play. He's taking up a squad place with, of you know if if he's fit, I'd, you'd play him because he's he's it's some that's the kind of play like we were saying you need in the squad to 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 see us sort of through this tough time. Hmm. Yeah. So shall shall we move on from from crew? Um, you you you, <laughs> you you talked about long and, and marks out of ten and that kind of thing, which kind of made me think of of the 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 Oxford Mail do their marks out of ten. Um, and of course this week Dave Pritchard um, announced that he was going to be leaving the Oxford Mail more or less imminent, you know, straight away. Um, I think Tuesday was his last ever game covering um, Oxford United for the Oxford Mail. Um, He's he's been on here, so he's he's a friend of the Fence End podcast and, and a, a genuinely nice guy um, to have, to have met. Um, what are your 
thoughts on him in him leaving i mean we we talked about how what how lucky we are to kind of have uh radio oxford covering just us you know when when you look at maybe radio manchester have got half a dozen clubs to cover and and, and teams at our level hardly get a look in we're, we're quite lucky with radio oxford i think fairly lucky with with a, a reporter that that kind of got the the fans and how we feel about the club what, what um what do you guys think yeah, I think uh, exactly exactly what you said there, Sai. He, um, I think, I think he just got it. it. It's kind of similar to what we were saying about Zaki a couple of weeks ago. He, he, uh, I think he understood Oxford quite well, and um, he, um, I, I was saying before we started recording that I, I read his thread he did, which if you haven't read that, go on Twitter and read his A to Z thread of um, uh, covering Oxford United. It's, it's a wonderful little read of of um, mm. just sort of his time here, and he um, talks about. Um, uh, his first game and it was I think he said it was Macclesfield in 2012 I just thought I, I don't know why I thought he'd been here a lot longer than that it just mm. it feels like which is it, it kind of you know it's it sort of it accentuates the point it feels like he's been here a lot longer than, than he actually has and he feels kind of part of the furniture and um, yeah it'd be sad to see him go and uh, you know it's the Oxford Mail is kind of a, a big part as well like you say with the, like the BBC Oxford isn't it of, of, of covering the club locally and you know I mean it's it's anyone's guess, isn't it? How much longer uh, local papers will be around? I mean, I mm. can't imagine. Mm. That, I, I'm sure their days must be numbered. Um, but yeah, it's sad, isn't it, to to, to see someone like that go? And um, yeah, did he say um, what he's going on to, or is he? I heard that he uh, he he just couldn't handle the pressure after the challenge you set him in the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We broke him. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> broke him. Sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah. You might well be right. Might, yes, the the last straw, the last straw. But I think, yeah, I think from from us, and, and obviously Liam's not here at the moment. He he and Liam were were on match of the day together, um, which I think was oh, a, yeah. probably a, a highlight for both of them. I hadn't I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, well, the um, before the Newcastle game. No, in yeah, the I had. Cup, I was bit. Um, Liam Liam writes about it every <laughs> couple of days. My apologies, Bush. <laughs> yes, hand over the head, Bush. Missed that one. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't talk, doesn't like to talk about. No. It. Um, so anyway, so we, we yes, like we say, thank you, Dave. I'm sure Liam Liam has has, has um, offered his congratulations and all that so um yeah very very much he'll be very much missed and and good luck to james roberts who who takes over um not that james sure. roberts not that one no <laughs> no different one another yeah. one but uh, yes so good luck to him good luck to him um so saturday wigan away mm. um they just lost their manager to the to the mob down the road I don't know. It's um, I mean they're rock bottom, aren't they? Uh, mm. And I know I know you say they've lost their manager, but I mean what? It's not as if you know he wasn't sacked, was he? He left to go to them, and he, he's, yeah. it's not as if they've they've looked and gone. Oh, we need to get rid of this guy. They're, they 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 should arguably be even worse now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's um, I, I think it, I looked earlier. They scored something like nine goals or eight goals or something like that. So. Mm. They're clearly not very good. I mean, we've we've surely got to be looking for a win here, haven't we? For a team desperate for points like Wigan, um, they'll eye our fixture as right. We can maybe get something here. Um, so they're going to come out the blocks, aren't they? And they're at home, and well, it doesn't matter where you are at the moment, does it? If you're home or away, but um, <laughs> although we've never won there, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> 
well. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's a, a horrible game, you know, to to go into because you you are on a hide into nothing. If we beat them, well, we're expected to beat them really because they are rock bottom. Um, but it, I don't think anyone's going into it with a great deal of confidence. I know I'm not. Um, just looking at, at the at our run of results, I do, it's quite there's quite a pattern emerging, which is essentially lose two, win one, lose two, win yeah. one, lose two, win one, and then we're mm. we're now in. At, we lost on Tuesday, so. I mean, Saturday could be the next we, loss in that to keep that pattern going, which isn't we, great. Yeah, we yeah. we all one hundred percent know we're gonna get we're gonna lose tomorrow and we're gonna spank Pompey. <laughs> That's how it's gonna work. <laughs> yeah, you hope so. It, it would be very kind of Oxford to do that. Yeah. We've done that in the past, haven't we? Where we we've, we've been dreadful in games and then gone somewhere where we we weren't really given a hope and 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 got a decent decent performance having said that Wigan beat Pompey at the start of the season at Pompey one of their you know that's one of their very few points they picked up was there and wasn't um, their other win against one of the high flyers as well I can't remember who it was but yeah, yeah Don- oh, was Doncaster, Doncaster they beat Doncaster um, who are well, yeah, yeah, doing yeah, pretty well there, aren't they? yeah they've got games in hand mm. and, and win those games in hand they could be sort of into the playoff places more or less I was going to say they've not played anyone below us yet but then that would be quite tricky because there's any they're one of the teams below us, and there's only two others. So um, yeah, it's it's going to be. I don't even. Well, if if we fans were allowed back, obviously I think we'd we'd take loads up there. But if this was a normal season and we'd started the way we had, I think a lot of people would be looking at that on a cold, miserable November day and thinking, uh, maybe not. Yeah. It's 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 not one that that kind of immediately leaps out as a, as a game that. No. We, would, we would love to be playing. No, um, we we obviously now no. we'd hardly take anyone Sorry, up there, but then we would go and win. That's, <laughs> that's how yes. it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we normally do um, predictions with uh, with Liam. So anybody fancy a prediction for the for the game on Saturday? What do we think, score wise? I'm gonna I'm gonna have some confidence, and I'm gonna say three nil to Oxford. Fantastic. Uh, that wasn't a, 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 a response to your oh, question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not as confident. <laughs> I think you're probably more sane. I th- I've noticed we haven't drawn yet, have we? So no. I fancy oh. a clean sheet and a lovely nil-nil draw. <laughs> I I would take that all day long. Yeah, I, I would. Mean, I, th- I think a lot of our fans would. Yeah, yeah. not um, yeah, clean sheet would be good. Um, like you say, we've we've not kept a clean sheet all season, um, not drawn. So, yeah, I'll 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 join you, but I'm going to say one one. I don't, I still don't. I, I I just feel that we're not we're not looking strong at the back. Obviously, I'm just stating the bleeding obvious there, but we're we're leaking goals. So uh, I think I'll go for a one all, and uh, that won't be won't be an awful result. But I think we're going to smash Pompey four 0 Well, that would be not we. Yeah, Wigan. If you look, at, yeah, Wigan on Saturday. We then have a have Pompey away on uh, on Tuesday, and then a run of three home games, starting with that lot down the road, and then and then Ipswich and Hull, who um, mm. who are both yeah, that's second and third or third and second respectively. Um, so two two winnable games. You'd kind of think with with Wigan and and the Derby. 
Pompey, who knows what's going to happen in Ipswich and Hull. It's going to be tricky, and if, if we're not careful, we'll be in well into December and and struggling. And and after, I think at the start of the season, you can go and go, okay, it's, it's early in the season, it's all been a bit odd. Let's let let's let the table settle down. But after you know after twelve or fifteen games, you kind of argue, well, that's that's reflective of where you should be. And if we're still struggling down there, it's gonna it's gonna be a long winter. I, th- I think you're right, in, uh, but I think we have to let the next week. I think the next three games, you, you will know a bit more because it is. A, it's not. A, I think someone said it on. I think Jerome said it on Tuesday. It's it's not even a quarter of the way through the season yet. I know it's not a handful of games. Ten games is ten games, and we've not been good enough. But it isn't a quarter of the way through yet. After these five, after these sort of five games that you just mentioned, I think then you definitely can. So if we're still around there. Fair enough, but yeah. you know that's five games. Is it unreasonable to expect we'll pick up two wins out of those five games at least? I'd have thought we would. And I'd, then your six points, yeah, and you, could, you quite, could really climb up the table at the moment. So yeah, you you could, you're right. You could make a strong argument for a, for a couple of wins and a draw, or, or or a couple of wins and two draws, maybe uh, and a couple of defeats, that kind of thing. Then you're into yeah six seven points maybe takes you on yeah. to sort of about fifteen sixteen points with the games in hand. And all of a sudden, it's not looking quite as bad. Yeah, and and you... I th- I think I think it's it's really is still too early for me. And and not only that, it's not a normal run of the first ten games this season. This is not the normal season. It's been so disjointed. I mean, mm. what ten mm. games and four games in amongst that w- which we should have played that were postponed during that time as well. So I mean, it's yeah. it's not been a normal start so I, I really do think it's not panic buttons for a while yet to be honest no no and and uh, we talk about home advantage it's not it's not really as as much of a home advantage necessarily with with no fans being there but four four of the games four of the ten at home this season uh, so we, we're well exactly yeah yeah you're right I think maybe that five game yeah the next five games let's see where we are and and take stock then and and that also then would would take us not too far away from the January transfer window if if we're looking at reinforcements and and we're seeing how maybe the the injuries to to um, Atkinson if he's not back Mm. um, if that if that turns into a a, you know a a more long-term issue um, kind of thing maybe what what else would we look at doing in january what what are your thoughts on on how we would approach the transfer window players out maybe on loan to to bring in players if because we we're looking again at the at the at the squad size and and players that you can get in there doesn't seem to be a lot of space there for a, for an experience kind of that experience that we we talked about earlier where where do you see us strengthening if we need to on in in january I think there's so many unanswered questions that, that we need the answers to before I'd know. We need to know what's happening with certain players, don't we? Um, yeah. What their outlook is return-wise. and um, I don't know. And Robinson's quite an unpredictable character, isn't he, in transfer windows? He, I never quite know what... He, he, well, it always starts with we're going to get seven players or something like that. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, three of them will be tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it'll be a winger on loan. Um, yeah. <laughs> Paul, you said it earlier, yeah. but that, it's right. That 22-man squad limit, it's so 
it makes everything so difficult in transfer windows now. Everything you do, every single decision is such a big roll of the dice now. You get one or two injuries and it's 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 a disastrous transfer window. Yeah, all of a sudden we, we kind of look a little bit... Well, we are clearly short on centre-halves at the moment. Um, but, get, yeah, Massinio and Atkinson back fit. And all of a sudden, and with Sam Long doing so well as he is, you've then got four centre-halves you can play. Mm. Um, and it, I don't know... Is, is Obita somebody who could play left side centre-back if you played three at the back? I don't know if that's kind of how he's played or is he more of an advanced He winger. was a winger originally. I mean, mm. he was actually, early in his career, he was uh, he was central midfielder. I think when he was very, very young. So he probably could. Right. But he, mm. he was originally a winger and the only reason he went left back was because he took, um, Wayne Bridge got injured when he was at Reading. Um, and he just kind of had a couple of good games. So he's not he's not really a fullback, he's a winger. And speaking to my yeah. Reading, uh, my colleague who's a Reading uh, season to get older, um, she said that he pretty much played in the wing all last season for them. So, right. um, so yeah, I'm not sure how much of that of that um, fullback yeah. problem he's going to answer or not. But he's clearly no, he's clearly not. a talent. And, and hopefully we can get the best out of him because with with Cooper, I see Cooper's got some family issues that he's dealing with, so um, he's not going to be around for a, for a couple of weeks at least, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah, it, it's it's almost at the moment who's fit and um, who's available, and that's it's going to more or less pick itself the side for a, for another couple of weeks, I think, until until Brannigan, Atkinson, Cooper, those sort of players are back and mm-hmm. playing. Um, you know, we, we we are down to the bare bones a little bit. Um, we shall see. We shall see. Um, one thing, obviously, Liam always does that I need to do is say hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fraser always goes on about how hard it is to sort of leave when you've been to see someone and, and you never get round to leaving. It takes like half an hour. You get to the door yeah, and stop what? and chat and you go, yeah. all of that sort of I'm stuff. Awful for that. That, that. that tends to happen here because I've just thought of something. The Oxfox, the, the social thing oh, yeah. that Ali Wolf yeah. um, sort of thought of and, and has promoted and we started yesterday. Um, depends when you're hearing this, but Thursday of, of, the, uh, of, the, of this week. Um, as a way of kind of bringing fans together, um, there's there's no joining fee. Just just it's a Zoom chat, um, and we'll be. I think uh, the plan is to do it weekly. And and if people are struggling during lockdown, which I you know people people have been, I know we've each got our own little social bubbles that that help to kind of get us through these these weird times. Um, but if if you're listening to this and and you know you haven't got that social bubble, then Oxbox. The, um, the Thursday social um, from seven o'clock is a Zoom chat. You don't necessarily you don't have to join in and, and chat, but if you you know if you do, feel free. Um, it's through all the the, the usual uh, Oxbox social media channels. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll retweet it during the week um, when they announce it again. But I think that's a, a a good way to try and reach out to people who who perhaps not slip through the net not quite the right phrase but you know people who are finding it difficult and, and perhaps haven't got those um or if you have got a social bubble and you just want to chat with some more people about uh, nonsense and football you know, i think perhaps in the lead up to the to the game next saturday against that lot it'll be 
quite an interesting one to chat about. Yeah. Are you allowed to say that there's a special guest going to be on that next Thursday, or is it still a secret? I don't know how how um, out there that is, but oh, okay. I, they they are going to announce a special guest, so mm. so it, we we perhaps won't name him or her or it or whatever it might be that's the special guest. Uh, we'll leave that for Oxfords to do. But yes, the, yeah, I think there is there is going to be a special guest. So, All right, well, thank you, fantastic Mr. Ox for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. No, it was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Fraser. Cheers. And uh, if uh, or what, what's the other thing we need, we need to say? If you like this, retweet it. Do all of the social media stuff. You know, tell your friends, um, get it out there, um, all of that sort of stuff. Which Liam usually does much well, always does much better than me because he's he's a trained actor, and and he knows what he's doing. But, you've done, uh, you've done, you've done very well, <laughs> Simon. You've done very well. Thank you yeah, very much. Cracking. Oh, Thank there was there much. was something um, else I just wanted to mention. Um, yes. I don't think I've mentioned it before, but I did a walk in September <laughs> and I'm only £90 away from £3,000 raised um, for, the, for the Oxford Transplant Foundation. So if you could go, if you haven't already, I'm sure that everyone listens to this already has, but yeah. justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash River Thames Path. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Um, right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you've got this far, well done. And uh, thanks again for, for joining us. And um, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.